Welcome everybody to Mark Kumar Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who are serious about achieving their personal as well as their business goal a lot faster. I will be sharing some of the great tips and secrets that has worked great for me in the past. I will also be talking to some of the industry leaders and try to extract out of them some of the tips and tricks and secrets that they have used to become successful to help you out. So I hope you're ready because this stuff is truly going to revolutionize your life and help you become a successful entrepreneur a lot faster. Hello, everybody. This is Mark Ma, lifestyle entrepreneur. Today, I have my dear friend with me, Andrea, who is a life coach, and she's going to help you with some of the problems that you may have with all the things that she has done in the past for her paying clients. So without any further ado, Andrea, please introduce yourself to my audience. Yeah, okay. Hi, so I'm Andrea Stadthalter, and um, I used to be uh, the head of a customer service department for the Dach region, and after three reorganizations, I had a, a serious burnout, and I decided uh, to switch totally around, and the empathy in my life was always uh, very important. Humanity is for me very important, and I decided to uh, follow a course as a life coach and mediator. And to be honest, the um, life coaching is my favorite part. So, so tell me, what is it about life coaching that you find is so interesting that you're like, I gotta, I have to have, I have to be a life coach so I can change people's life. So, what was the thing yes. that like really intrigued you? What's really interesting about this, uh, this is transformative uh, uh, life coaching. So I always give an example. And the example is that um, my mom died when I was very young in, in an uh, open heart surgery. And uh, first I was uh, very sad for quite some time. And then I came, became angry. I became really angry because I, I felt that she, she left me. She just left me hanging in there in, in, in life. And I blamed her for um, circling around my dad all the time, having her job and not having time for me. And this came out when I was in my course. I actually came to a situation whereby I was... Um, in the kindergarten and I didn't want to be in the kindergarten. I wanted to be with my mom and she sent me there every day again. And actually it was so bad that she made, she made my sisters take me there because she didn't have the time. And I was so angry with her about this. And in this course, I came to the conclusion. Yeah. Well, it's, it's of course, it is normal that she was uh, cycling around my dad like, like a, a satellite eh? because they were in love. And if they, weren't, if they hadn't been in love and they hadn't been married, I wouldn't be here. So I learned to forgive her. And I actually wrote her a, a letter whereby I told her how much, um, um, how sad I was that um, I had to find out after she had died, because it was also um, 
in the time that we, she was still alive, I had, uh, I had uh, as a child, for me, I made the conclusion I was not important. And because I had this thought that I was not important, of course, my feelings towards my mom were influenced by this thought. Right. You see, and I only came, well, after her death, I, I found out and I was, I, I told her in my letter that I was sorry that I believed that I was not important to her because she never had told me that I wasn't important to her. And that's the, the thing, when you actually come to this, you can transform. You can transform this feeling because you come to the conclusion, hey, my mom never actually told me that uh, I was not important. Actually, I was very important because she told everyone that I was the youngest of the family and I wasn't really expected and they were really happy with me when, when I came, you see? But something, it's a mindset. Right. Well, first of all, my condolences to you and I'm sure she's at a better place now and uh, Sincere condolences. <laughs> and uh, just so I have a better understanding as a, what does actually a life coach do? Yeah. Well, in my case, I do all this uh, transformational stuff. And uh, um, recently I had a young man who was not sure about his, uh, his study. He was, a, he was a, a typical millennial and I actually, with him, went to exactly a place like that as in his childhood, whereby he also came to the conclusion at a point when his mom always told me, yeah, not now, not now, that he had thought, oh, I am not, I'm not wanted. And this, this thought that you are not wanted, not loved, not, not, not important, uh, dumb, for example, it does something to a child and it does something to, a, to the later um, adults. And this is what I does, uh, what I do, sorry. And you can actually do this even though if you have, when you have two people who are fighting and wanting a divorce, for example, you can actually work with one of them because you bring them to this point whereby they think oh yeah why am i so hurt and we always come to the conclusion that it has something to do with their childhood and you can actually transform this uh, problem within the person that the person does it uh, itself you just give them the tool and they then do it themselves and then they see wow this is this is weird and they actually talk, for example, to their uh, partners about this and say, sorry, that blah, blah, blah. And it gives very interesting uh, conversations between the two. All of a sudden, they can talk again. You see, whilst before they were shouting at each other and that had no ground. Okay. Well, I find that very intriguing because it's like, as an adult, for some reason, you still go back to childhood and those memories that you has a habit as a child, they carry yeah. over in you, I guess, in your subconscious mind without even you yeah. realizing. And then at the very yeah. moment, it kicks in without even having to think about yeah. it. 
Can you yeah. give an example that the client that you work with, like you could pick any field, whether it be divorce or somebody who's going to a college or whatever, a example that where yeah. a person first came in and then after they would transform how they feel or what was the cause of their initial hurt, I guess you can call it. Yeah. It is, uh, we, we are we're actually talking about the sting. It's a sting in your heart, which we have to, uh, to get out. And I have this, um, I had this, uh, uh, my first ever client was uh, an older man. And he was uh, very sad in life because he had lost uh, not only his son, but also his grandson. And he was walking around with this feeling that uh, uh, he had not been good enough to them. He actually had made an altar sort of thing in his, uh, in his uh, living room with all memories and been crying there in front of it every day until we started talking with each other. And then he came to this con conclusion. He had really done everything everything he could have done for his son, for his grandson. And it gave him peace. And I got this uh, email later of him that he could finally uh, enjoy life again, go outside the door because he was not uh, feeling uh, well enough to actually go outside, enjoy nature and, and so on and so on. So, uh, and he found this again. He, he, he found peace within himself and then he also found uh, the love for his child and his grandchild again because before he was taken over by grief and there was no uh, nothing positive anymore but everyone in, a, in our life who leaves us leaves us something which we will always remember which we will cherish which we love that's um yeah that's how that, he explained it right i find that very intriguing because it's like obviously i haven't at the moment i haven't lost anybody in my life that was so dearest to me or you know when i lost somebody that was when i was a little kid so it doesn't register because i was a kid just enjoying myself however as you get older i would imagine if you lost somebody and they are close to you they yeah. you feel that obviously right and then also not only will it affect your personal life it will also transition transition into your business life as well so can you give an example where it where you had a client where it affected his business or her business and then how you help him or her i didn't have any client yet who had okay. a business as i said before Okay. I working. I, I work uh, a lot with millennials, and they all study. They ha don't have a business as such yet. Okay. They are actually uh, either still in their study or finish their study, and don't know if they have made the, the right uh, decision in life. Ah, uh, okay, okay, fair enough. So let's can can we do a role play here? That would be really interesting. Maybe. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> okay. So, so I, I just want, I, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say something really sh uh, short. You were saying that you haven't lost something. Did you ever lose a girlfriend? Did you? Uh, did anybody ever finish with you? If you think, I'm thinking lost, meaning somebody who passed away. 
I guess that's yeah, not but, what you're referring to, but like meaning a loss, meaning they're they're out of my life and they moved on. Are you talking about referring to that? Yeah. In that in that case, yes. Because it is it is actually the same grief. Ah. Because you, you only have anger and anger and uh, uh, sadness and uh, whatever in your heart for this person because she dumped you. Yes. But if you could actually transform this and go go back to a nice feeling for uh, for this person because there was something you shared together. So how does that process work? I'm just curious. So let's say, for example, I got dumped, right, for my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever. And then I have this anger, this grief, or what do you want to call it? So how do I get over yeah. that? Well, you, uh, we would, uh, you would come to me. And uh, we will talk about it and we will go to a moment whereby she really stung you in your heart for the very first time. And when we then know what it is about and what it did to you, because that's what it is. What What did happen to you, to your thought, feelings, when, for example, she said, you are such a loser. Huh? You would feel, you would probably say, oh, wow, she calls me a loser, so I must be dumb. Uh, something like that. Right. So you come to that, and then you actually, uh, you, 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 you make the person, you, in this example, I would make you uh, uh, look at yourself, look at your, your girlfriend and say, did she actually ever say to you that you are a lo- loser, or did you make this up? Right. And you would co- probably come to the conclusion, I oh, don't know, she never did use the word loser. She maybe said something like this or that, but she didn't call me a loser. So actually, I have to say sorry to her because she never did call me a loser. And I am not a loser. Uh, I see. So would it be a fair statement or a fair assumption to say, just because we broke up, right? I broke up with my ex-girlfriend and I have this emotional because I was more attached to her. So I was just projecting and make up stories in my mind to say, hey, I am this person, I'm a loser or whatever the case might be. So that has nothing to do with the reality. It's just that the story that I made up in my mind. Would that be a fair statement? Exactly. It started something in your your mind, in your subconsciousness and it that did take you to certain uh, feelings. Okay. Yeah, and, and feelings take you to certain reactions. Right. So how do I, how does a person control their feelings so when they react, it becomes more of a positive reaction rather than a negative one? Well, look, the thing is, I would, I would make you aware of... Uh, if you are, if you have come to the conclusion that you are, for example, dumb, mm-hmm. uh, I would uh, and and you would, I would bring you to several situations where you had the feeling, and then we would discuss actually what it does cost you every time when you think you are dumb, because it does cost you uh, a friendship, for example, love, understanding, and name it. There are so many, uh, so many. Things it does cost you. It, it does right. cost you that you cannot uh, trust somebody anymore. Just imagine if you have this uh, and it goes on, it starts somewhere in your childhood or it starts early in your relationship with your uh, friend and it goes on and on and on and builds up and up and up and up and up. 
Right. So it's you like come and see the life coach. Obviously. And then I guess <laughs> it goes <laughs> obviously, right? This is where you come in and help these people out and change their life for better. And it seems like what you do is obviously a great service because if a one person is stuck in one point in life, instead of them moving on, they just stare and they're missing yeah. out on so much wonderful and amazing thing this yes. world has to offer and have missing out on the opportunity to missing seeing or meeting these individuals who can potentially yeah. change their life. So yeah. just for me, I think you do an amazing service to help these people to move on and see the better side what the world has to offer. Yeah. Lovely, isn't it? It's a win-win situation. Really, really it's great. It really is because, like, I'm baffled because one point in time, when I learned about this, not not I didn't know about the life coach thing, but there was a, a thing called NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming. It's like you have this tragedy or whatever story that you made up in your mind, then you. Yeah figure out or somebody teaches you in your case it would be you the life coach teaches you how to reprogram what you programmed before so that's yes. i find that very intriguing it's like you actually help somebody to reprogram their mind like that yeah. i find that very profound and it's uh, it's also amazing to see the change to see how they uh, how 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 the coin drops and they go like, wow. And they all of a sudden feel free and happy. And uh, yeah, it's a nice thing. It's very nice. It makes you very happy. <laughs> it really does. Because I, I think, because if, what my belief is, if you can change within, then the external world becomes beautiful. If you're ugly inside, you have a negative negative energy or negative thoughts or negative thing or all these negative things yeah. inside you, then your external world is also negative. So which goes back to my the question that I asked you, but in a way that you did answer it, but if you are, you said you're working with the uh, millennials, but if you think about it from the point of view, if you help those people who are just starting out in the business and then if they're, continue with their path of positivity or thinking or looking at the world differently when they open their business they'll be far yeah. more ahead in their business yeah. compared to when they're stuck there they try to do it and if they feel lost they feel they're gonna lose their money they're gonna lose their relationship and a whole bunch of things so so you what you're doing is like uh the beginning stage of it which is great so you're preparing those yes. individual to say hey when you go out in the real world and then you will be yeah. succeeding it's like exactly it's like when they come to you they're in a college and when they go they have the master's degree now they can go run the business <laughs> you know the thing is uh, it starts you 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 show them where it started and it doesn't go away it always stays with you I have still moments whereby I am in a situation I think, oh, see, I'm not important. And then I go, wait a minute, I'm not important. I know this one, I know where it's coming from. And then I look at it, at it why do I get this feeling again? And then I transform it for me and then it's over again. It's, you constantly have these, it doesn't go away. So, it doesn't go away that it's for always... Uh, done dusted no because it's it's part of you 
and it happens to you again and again, but only you learn, oh, wait a minute, this is one of those, uh, oh, I'm not important moments. So I guess what because he's saying, it, you, you do get a, once you recognize what it is, when it happens yes. again, it's like a signal, like a green light yeah. signal, hey, I need to turn it off, kind of thing. Yeah. So it, bec it becomes a lot more, I'm sorry. Yes, because uh, you give in the sessions, you give the tools, they do it themselves, uh -huh. and they learn how to live with it and, and, and have this, oh yeah, wait a minute, hello, this is why I shouted at you, because I, I'm sorry, but I had this moment again that I felt, oh, I wasn't important, for example. Okay, okay I understand. So all these different people that you have worked with up until now, which was the most unique one you couldn't believe? Like, oh my God. And number one. Number two, which was the easiest one to fix? Just the easiest was the steward, uh, was uh, uh, my first student. And the hard one was uh, the, uh, the older man because, uh, yeah, uh, they are so stubborn, if to say. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, because they have been in this for so long. Right. And I actually, um, I actually gave him homework. I actually uh, taught him, uh, come on, um, uh, what's, uh, what's, where in your house could you actually clean a bit? Because if you clean and, 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 and uh, reorganize everything on your desk, for example, it makes you, you had free. Now you can think free because it's done. It's, it's done. It's, it, it, it gives you space. And, I really had to take him step, step, and step, and I had to make him write down every day. What, what, um, give me three things, three things which you really liked today, three things which made you happy. And slowly he came to this, oh yeah, the coin drops, and there he was. But it was hard work. Okay. And it was hard work because he was already in his 70s. So can you imagine how long he has been uh, been living with this? Because there was something uh, when, uh, when he was also as a child. And then it, it happened to his son, then his, his grandson. And uh, yeah. Holy cow, in his 70s, I can't even imagine carrying yeah. it for that, that period, long period of time. It's like, wow. Yeah. I had to actually come, uh, I had to... Uh, um, uh, I had to break through this. I am far too arrogant to think that somebody doesn't think I'm important. For example, that that was the attitude. Yeah, and you have to break through this to get them actually see, hey guy, what you're doing here? You're only hurting yourself. Get this thing out of your heart, because then you can live. Okay, can we switch gear a little bit? If you don't mind, because uh, I'm finding this in conversation really interesting and I'm like really excited about this. So well, let's say if you had a client, right, who was a, a, a little overweight for, let's say, five plus years. So in his mind or her mind, we'll just say his mind, right, who has been overweight for five years. And then when he goes to the gym, try to lose weight, but the key keeps on thinking back in his mind that I'm a fat kid, I'm going to be fat for the rest of my life and blah, 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 blah. So how do you help yeah. that individual to say, no, you were fat, but in the future you have a choice not to be? 
yeah, I think um, it is very uh, important to find when this moment was that this person thought, I'm fat. When, when what happened there, whereby this, this feeling came, I am, yeah, I'm fat, I am, I'm, I'm not attractive. And then you have to actually, uh, this is something I had to do also in, uh, in my uh, course, I had to stand in front of the mirror and stand there for 15 minutes and look at me. Look at me first, it was just my face, but then full body. And you had to actually come to the conclusion, wow, um, I, I, I actually, I love myself because I look good. Right. Whatever it is, I mean, uh, I can tell you I have varicose veins and I looked at myself first and I was like, oh my goodness me. But then I came to the conclusion, yeah, I may have varicose veins, but my legs, the shape of my legs is really nice. Right. So you see, that's how and you teach that person by giving them instructions to do sim yeah, similar things. Awesome. All right. That's, that's definitely been uh, insightful and all that. So besides your life coach thing, what else do you do that you find it fulfilling? Well, I am in love with LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I am in love with LinkedIn and I really, I, uh, I started posting a lot uh, more this year and uh, actually what I do on LinkedIn is uh, I do a little bit of life coaching there. I make, uh, I, I, when, I can, when I make a post, uh, where I, got, I get a lot of uh, reaction, I can see that I make people happy and that is making me happy. Right. And today... I actually posted uh, about my mom because uh, there were very important people this weekend died in a uh, helicopter crash and uh, others uh, being very important in humanity. And I read all this and I felt this feeling again how it is when you suddenly miss someone, suddenly somebody is, is gone. You have no way to actually have a last conversation whatsoever. And I said there also, it is very important. The, the grieving is there. And I just said, just be reassured that there is a time that this grief will only be love because they leave something for us to remember and to, to to love right. and this is what I did today and I did uh, I do get some responses because some people do have lost uh, loved ones right. and they uh, are reminded oh yeah this is actually how it is because the the grief changes into love for that person it's and that, that is very important <laughs> Yep. It definitely helps with people who can relate to what you've been through. And then, you know, it, it makes them, what I find is makes them like, oh, I'm not the only one here. I'm not alone yeah. in life who goes through this. So when you find, for example, if I was going through that and I read your report or I came across your report, I'm like, wow, I am not alone. She's going through this. And so if yeah. she can go through it, I can go through it. And maybe she can help yeah. me go through it. So that's like, wow. I, I get it. Yeah. What you're saying. yeah. So, 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 
as far as LinkedIn goes, because I haven't used it as much compared to the other social media platform, do you find it, it is more beneficial for business people to get on LinkedIn as compared to uh, other platforms, for example, yes. Facebook or your Instagram and stuff like that? Well, I think Instagram and Facebook, they are doing their things also for, for some sort of clients. But if you, are, if you are, want a real business platform, then LinkedIn is, is there for you. And LinkedIn has changed a lot. I mean, I couldn't have imagined, like, say, three years ago that I could have done a funny video on, in the weekend. People would have thought, oh, come on. We, we are not Facebook, we are LinkedIn, but it's possible nowadays. Okay. It is possible. And I, I love doing uh, uh, fun things in the weekend. I love uh, putting fun videos on uh, LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, because but it's part it's, of it's, our life. Right. It's funny you say that because like every time, because the way that LinkedIn brand themselves is all towards business oriented professionals and all that stuff. So yeah. I, I, I get that. So that's the image they created is for professional people who wear suit, who are business people, and they are not going to put anything that's something they would put personally on their Facebook or Instagram. So it's interesting to hear yeah. that you, they're allowing you to do that. So it becomes so kind of in a way they're, mix and matching their personal life yeah. and a professional life yeah and they actually say oh linkedin is only for uh, old people but it's not true if you i can give you an, an example uh, do you uh, do you know uh, by any chance uh, jade winson from tiktok uh, she's uh, very uh, big on tiktok but she's also now on linkedin because she's building a business around herself yes okay yeah, obviously it makes sense you know i i have heard things about tiktok i'm like but i don't want to go there and make myself a funny video that's all there is. but that's the that's no. that's the brand that they have yeah 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 so. but uh you know i don't i have uh, i have uh, tiktok on my phone and i uh, i list, uh, looked at it uh, with the two little girls uh, last uh, last weekend but that's about it i look at their dances and go like okay exactly <laughs> so that's what i mean so like some people are like hey you should get on tiktok but as a business professional or somebody who's running a business like how do i create funny dance videos that people are going to be like, Hey, I want to hire Mark or I want to hire Andrea or I don't, I don't see it. Maybe if somebody out there yeah. who is listening to this, like, Hey, I know how to market that business on TikTok and you yes. can actually get clients. Love to hear that. There are, there are. there's a group in, in Holland, for example, mm -hmm. they call themselves Linfluencers, LinkedIn <laughs> influence. Yes. Okay. And they uh, they have all uh, different sort of uh, uh, brands. Uh, there are coaches. Uh, there uh, there's an artist. There is a guy who's uh, um, teaching uh, people to have a, to to vlog, to make videos of themselves. And uh, they all have um, they all have uh, they have influence on LinkedIn. And they all they uh, they say here look. Here I am. If you want me to do something for you, I can do this. And this is how they probably start uh, earning money as well. Okay, cool. Well, Andrea, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time and your busy schedule and talking to me, helping my audience and sharing your story and what you do. I truly appreciate that. Please 
Now the floor is yours. Anything you would like to say about yourself, your product or services that my audience can get with you so that where they can hire you to become life coach for them or anything else. The floor is all yours. Um at the moment I would like I would like to ask uh, people out there how can I reach a bigger group of uh, LinkedIners in Germany because in Germany LinkedIn is too small and I would like to uh, help make it bigger that okay. is for me really uh, that is my number one dream at the moment okay. and like I can that. do that very easily next to everything else okay guys awesome so all right so if anybody listens to this who wants to get in touch with Andrea yeah. what, I'll, what I'll do is I will leave the links to her social medias and her email or whatever and then you guys can cut get in touch with her and she will be more than happy to help you out and thank you for listening to my show and thank you Andrea once again for being on my show I truly appreciate it my pleasure thank you all right Hey guys, I just have a small thing that I want to ask you. If you really enjoyed this podcast and you found it valuable, make sure you follow wherever you're listening to it so that way you can get my new podcasts in your inbox or in your whatever app that you're listening to it. And also, I have a small gift for you that you can get absolutely free by going to markkumar.com forward slash gift and there once you're there i have a really cool gift that i actually truly believe that you're gonna enjoy and benefit from there